the College Planning Edge. Multiply your odds of getting into your dream college and get your hands on thousands of dollars of fat, juicy scholarships. Brought to you by Lockwood College Prep, helping college-bound families get the edge in college admissions, financial aid, scholarships, and test prep. Okay, Andy Lockwood here with another episode of the College Planning Edge podcast. Been on hiatus for a couple of months, mainly just because we've been just freaking busy, not only with what's going on at the office, but also with our own kids. Had uh, my daughter Sammy move up, not graduate, from 8th to 9th. My son Harry graduate from high school, heading off to college, orientation, uh, which will have, which will mean two Lockwood kids in college next year. So I'm really right in the thick of it compared to um, anyone who might be uh, listening or reading this, this transcription, which will be in my uh, newsletter, the College Planning Edge, also. So, excuse me, Um, one of the questions I get a lot, and tonight was no exception, I am driving back about an hour um, from uh, a presentation that I did out in eastern Long Island, has to do with whether owning a house will disqualify you from receiving any financial aid. Uh, This may be one of the most common questions and therefore misconceptions and sources of confusion. So I figured I would do a quick episode on this and um, just lay it all out for you. And the reason that it's, um, it's such a common set of misconceptions is because it's a little confusing. So let me break it down for you. Um, most of the colleges in the country do not care at all whether you own a, a home, meaning a, uh, a home you reside in, a primary residence. So in other words, in the parlance of financial aid offices, that is a primary residence is not a, an asset that should be counted in your um, your net worth and your your the net worth of your investments it's excluded and the FAFSA free application for federal student aid which is required by you know 4,000 or so colleges and institutions um, tells you very specifically and this gets buried a lot so people make this mistake frequently and therefore kind of sabotage themselves out of aid but it says very specifically in the directions that pertain to the question, what's your uh, you know, the net value of your, of your investments, X, it says, do not include the value of your primary residence. Now, if you own a vacation home, investment properties, then you should be including the value of those homes, those are not your residences. And value really means fair market value, less than any mortgages attached to those properties. Fair market value, a little bit in the eye of the beholder, Colleges have their own way of um, figuring out what, uh, what the value of a house is, coming up with the valuation. Sometimes they do stuff like look at Zillow, which is a little nuts because Zillow can be wildly inaccurate. And sometimes they look at the Department of Commerce information, which has a national 
rate of appreciation and they try to figure out you know when you bought your house what you paid for it and then calculate what it should be worth now it's not a science it's not pure science all right so that is the fast of the fastest is very specifically wheat whoa hot rod driving next to me i don't know if you could hear that uh <laughs> it was one of these jackasses who was speeding up to get to a stoplight he's got one of these yellow kind of low slung um, I don't know what it is Maserati maybe <coughs> excuse me voice is a little shot from lecturing tonight okay FAFSA um, just just cover that now let me move on there are approximately 400 colleges in the country that also require another form um, called the CSS profile. Oh my God, I'm pulling up to this guy again. This is like when you're trying to have a phone call and all these sirens go by in the background, like if you live in a city. And then usually someone on the other line, like me, you know, at the other end of the call will be like, who hey, are they coming for you? You're getting arrested? Okay. Um, the CSS profile is uh, probably twice as long as the as the FAFSA and you know many times more complicated than the FAFSA many times more invasive than the FAFSA and the colleges that require that it's in addition to not in lieu of the FAFSA see a hot rod <laughs> um, and that asks very specific questions about you guessed it the value of your primary residence actually uh, truth be told, I misspoke. They ask your child those questions. Meaning, what is your parents' house worth? What year did they purchase it? What was the purchase price? How much of a mortgage and second mortgage do they owe? What are their mortgage payments? You know, there's a lot of questions for the kids to answer, and that's kind of nuts. So... Here's a little tip. Don't let your child fill out your FAFSA. I mean, your or, or your CSS profile. Either one. Anyway, <clears throat> so the colleges that, um, that take this form ask about your home equity because they are going to evaluate it and consider it a resource that you might be able to avail yourself of to pay for college, for example, by refinancing or pulling an equity line or something along those lines because a lot of people do that if they don't have the cash and they don't want to pay pretty significant interest rates on uh, parent loans plus parent loan for undergraduate student loans or um, or student loans so that is something to consider when you are applying to colleges that take the CSS profile. Well, colleges take this form. It's mostly private school expensive colleges that have their own money and want to be extra cautious about giving it away, whether you qualify for it. Whereas the FAFSA is, you know, is used by mostly state universities all across the country 
that rely primarily on public funds from the federal government to give out uh, to students who show need for financial aid and they don't really have much of their own money, they don't have an endowment. So it's mostly state universities, but there's a lot of private schools that just don't have huge war chests to be able to um, give out, to dip into, to be able to give out to uh, deserving students. So, <clears throat> the last comment I want to make is that some colleges that take the CSS profile will max out or, or cap or put a ceiling on <coughs> the amount of uh, equity in your home that they're going to penalize you for. So let's work through a couple of examples. So let's say you're applying to a private school, maybe an Ivy League college, and your house is worth $800,000 and you have a mortgage of $300,000. Therefore, you have $500,000 of equity, 800 minus 300,000. So that 500,000, the way that that typically gets calculated in terms of how you are penalized is at approximately 5% and change, give or take. So you might lose 5% of $500,000 or roughly $25,000, $26,000 worth of equity, uh, worth of eligibility, I should say. Um, because you own the home and you're applying to a college that penalizes you for your equity. Now, many colleges are starting to uh, limit that amount. And they might do something along the lines of, okay, we are going to penalize you 5% of the equity in your house, but we're going to stop penalizing you at a number that is equal to one point. 25% of your salary, 125% of your salary. So let's say you make um, $100,000. And in, the, in this example, they're going to stop, they're going to max you out at $125,000, which is 125% of your salary, uh, on your home. So even though you have $500,000 worth of equity, and you would normally, for, for other schools that didn't have this policy, be penalized $25,000, $26,000. In the, in the last example I just gave, they are treating you as if you only have $125,000 of equity in your home, and therefore they're going to penalize you at roughly 6 or 7%, or however the math works out there. Uh, 6 or $7,000. So... It really varies from school to school. Now, there's no list that gets published that uh, gets updated and explains these things. It's a school-by-school -school basis, and things change somewhat frequently in the uh, in the world of the wacky world of college finance. Uh, for example, last year, Stanford University, which had formerly, I believe, penalized applicants on every Bit, last bit of equity announced last year that they are no longer penalizing people on any dollar, any amount of equity they have in their home. So, which is great. You know, Stanford can afford to do that. They have a huge endowment. So, it can change, absolutely, from, from year to year. So, that's really all I got for you. Uh, I wanted to try to break down the 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 different answers 
to the questions about whether you are penalized for owning a home. And it really matters what college you are applying to. That's the bottom line. Some schools, the answer is no, there's no penalty. That's for the vast majority. And for uh, other, you know, most other schools that, that take the CSS profile financial aid form, that uh, which are roughly 400, they penalize you either 5% of the entire amount or 5% of a lower amount as a school-by-school school thing. All right, I am heading into some stormy weather. It's very creepy in the sky. It's like Stranger Things type of sky. So I am gonna, I'm going to sign off here. Um, of course, if you have any questions about our uh, college advising type of services, which include help with the financial aid forms, but we also advise in traditional college advising. We help families from as early as ninth grade through the whole college process. We also do test prep. You name it. It's all all that information is on our website, LockwoodCollegePrep.com. Phone numbers there. And you can email us. Um, if you like this podcast, please do me a favor and give us a, uh, a review on Apple Podcasts or you know wherever you're listening to this. Uh, please share it. Please give a six-star review if there's an extra credit option. Otherwise, we'll settle for five. And yeah, Andy Lockwood, Lockwood College Prep, signing off. College Planning Edge. Thanks for listening. Hi, this is Andy Lockwood. Don't forget to visit our website, LockwoodCollegePrep.com, for some more free, valuable information on how you can multiply your chances of admission to your dream colleges and qualify for thousands or tens of thousands of dollars of fat, juicy scholarships along the way. Visit LockwoodCollegePrep.com for information on our free upcoming workshops and webinars and to download a copy of our number one best-selling book, How to Pay Wholesale for College. That's LockwoodCollegePrep.com. Bye-bye.